0: Gentlemen, to J.W.F. Monday Night Ignition, I'm your host Silver Spoon, joined as always by the captain of all captains, it is Captain Tibbs.
1: And ah, it's great to be here tonight, Sills, how you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic, Tibbs, and speaking of captains, tonight marks the beginning of the best of the best captain's championship tournament. You announced it last week live here on Monday Night Ignition that eight of the best that the JWF have to offer are going to be facing off in an
1: epic tournament to crown the brand new captain's champion. Exactly, Sills. Now this title, this title, it needs a man. It needs a man who can be the captain to hold it rightfully. And that's why, for our first matchup, I've got these two guys lined up. That's right. Two men who have
0: held the captain's championship in the past and held it with pride. The Dylan and a man who I know you're a big fan of, the Hammerman. I mean, let's not forget the Hammerman coming off with a huge victory last week over Blake Tanner. And I think the Hammerman, if he keeps that momentum up, he could become the brand new captain's champion. What yeah, do you think, he's this? gonna win it all, Sills. Win it I all, Hammer it. Man. All right, and you can see him in the middle of the ring right now. The Dylan, the Hammerman surveying each other. Both of these men have such a storied history with one another. And ooh, they start off with a big lockup in the center of the ring. And thus begins another great chapter in this amazing rivalry between the Dylan and the Hammerman. Tibbs, let's not forget in the past, these two have had some great matches feuding over the captain's championship. Hell, at the end of the day, the Dylan actually ended up getting the Hammerman unmasked at one point. A great offense. In the history of the
1: Hammerman. That's right, Sills. But the Hammerman, he put that mask on. He put his hammer and boots on. And he's back. And he's better than he's ever been. That's right. you got to think in the spirit of Lucha. One of the biggest offenses
0: you can do to an opponent is to get their mask removed. And that's why the Hammer Man, you can see him already backing the Dillon up to the rope, bouncing him off. Hammerman dropping down, leapfrogging. Oh, a beautiful heel kick sends the Dillon careening to the ground. And you can see that the Lord of the Smart Side himself, he looks pissed, Tibbs, at how quickly the Hammerman was able to
1: get it down like that. This is something that I'm pretty sure the Hammerman has been wanting to do to the Dillon for a long time. That's right. Now the Dillon rushing, the Hammerman taking him into the turnbuckle, and oh
0: my God, just driving that shoulder straight into the ribs of the Hammerman. You can see our referee Shibata being forced to call for the separation as Dillon continues to lay in those shots. Now, Dylan finally relenting to the referee backing up, but ooh, with a big slap to the face. And tell, Tibbs, let me tell you, that lets the Hammerman know right now that the Dylan is not playing around today.
1: No, that's not for effect. That's to get right at the Hammerman. That's the Dylan showing that he's got the dominant momentum in this match right now, and he's giving it a little bit to the Hammerman.
0: That's right. You can see the Hammerman a little bit upset trying to rush the Dylan. but ooh, Dylan quickly reverses into an arm drag and you can see the Lord of the smart side himself, he is not let go, letting go of that arm. He is maintaining control and Tibbs, I gotta say, this gets me worried for the Hammerman. At the end of the day, the Hammerman does his best in the ring when he's able to utilize his speed, when he's able to utilize those quick kicks, and the Dylan has been very good so far in this match about keeping the Hammerman grounded, preventing him from building up any momentum, and if Dylan keeps this up. The Hammerman might be out early in a big upset.
1: You don't see the Dylan going for more technical move styles like this usually. He's more of a beat em up kind of guy. I'm interested. Of course, that's what it's going to have to take to beat someone like the Hammerman.
0: That's right. You can see the hammer man desperately trying to get back to his feet, getting those feet underneath him. Dylan continuing to put pressure on the arm. And, ooh, you can see it right there. The weight of the Dylan, the size advantage coming into play as it was just too much, sending the hammer man back down into the mat. You can see him writhing in pain, grabbing at that arm. And the Dylan taking advantage, smelling blood in the water, turning things over into an arm bar, looking for the submission attempt. And you can see the hammer
1: man is struggling right now, Tibbs. No I'd never imagined the Hammerman to be somebody to to tap out but the, the the Dylan surprising with this highly technical style he's bringing to this match
0: that's right now the hammerman though quickly thinking on his feet rolling through, pinning Dylan to the mat one, two, and ooh Dylan being forced to release the arm before the hammerman could get the three count and you can see the D looking frustrated, but ooh, it sends him straight into a big hammer boot level. The man known as the D, and you can see the Hammerman with almost a look of relief on his face as he finally manages to take down the Dillon. But let me tell you something, I don't think the Hammerman can rest on his laurels too quickly right now, Tibbs.
1: Not at all, so the Hammerman might have the momentum back. He might have got a big shot in, but he's got a lot of ground to make up that the Dillon's ahead of him with.
0: That's right, and now the Hammerman, like I said earlier, taking advantage of that high-flying style he is known for, going to the top rope and calling for the Dillon to get... To his feet, and things do not seem to be looking good for the D as the Hammerman delivers a beautiful crossbody. But oh my god, Tibbs, the Dylan, the Dylan rolling through, getting his legs underneath him, and he's picking up the Hammerman straight off the ground. Look at the strength of the D, look at the core strength.
1: This is a new kind of Dylan that we're seeing. He's mastered several different types of wrestling. He's a big, heavy guy. He could lift a lot. And I'm amazed that he can just catch the hammer man out of midair like that. That's
0: right. And he has popped the hammerman up onto his shoulders. And Tibbs, we can already tell what he is going for. A little total destruction. That vicious neck breaker, but it looks like the Dylan is not done bouncing off the ropes. And he hits the D-trigger! The D-trigger, that vicious running knee straight to the skull of the Hammerman. Dylan just falls into the pinfall. One. Two, three, and just like that, ladies and gentlemen, we know who's going to be moving forward to the semifinals next week. It is that man, the Lord of the Smart Side, the Dylan. A man who, I'll be honest, I had picked for the finals from the beginning. Tips.
1: I have a severe sadness in my heart, so that the Hammer Man lost, but the Dylan definitely deserved it. That's right, the
0: Hammerman. You can see he was a little bit off of his game in recent weeks. He's been feuding with Blake Tanner back and forth. You can see him kind of looking over his shoulders. And Tibbs, I'll be honest, the Hammerman really didn't
1: seem to have his head in the game tonight. No, Sils, so it's almost like he's he's been put on edge by the recent streak of Blake Tanner just going off the rails and going. I'll be honest, Sils, completely insane. That's right.
0: And speaking of Blake Tanner, I mean, in order to find out who the Dillon's going to be facing to, or next week on JWF Monday Night Ignition, we will find out in the main event as Blake Tanner takes on a man who's debuting in the company, Hollywood Holcher. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. The history between Blake Tanner and Hollywood Holcher is long. It is
1: storied. And I think that this is going to be a big match feel tonight. I, I agree, Sills. It's been a long time since anybody's heard anything from Hollywood Holcher. He's been off doing his own thing. He's been off trying to get into Hollywood, get into movies, TV shows, whatever. But he's finally back in the wrestling business, and he decided to come back to the JWF. That's right. And oh, I'm actually hearing
0: backstage we have sent one of our top interviewers to interview the hammerman after that devastating loss because Tibbs, I'll be honest, I want to know what's going through the head of the hammerman after after it seemed he was out of the game throughout that whole match. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dab the Dab McDonald backstage here with the Hammerman. Now, Hammer, after your devastating loss to the Dillon just now, I I gotta know, as a former JWF captain's champion, I know this tournament had to be important to you. I mean, many people, they had you going all the way. How does it feel to be out in round one in this disappointing result? Look, McDonald, it's just... eh. It's been a confusing few months for the Hammer Man here, okay? My family's been busy with the tag division. I feel like I've been trying to get Blake Tanner off my back for months, and now I just... I I feel like I've lost focus, you know? I I feel like I've lost sight of what's truly important to me in this company, and I I guess I was hoping that the title, that this tournament, was going to be enough to set me back on the right track and somehow... I still managed to come up that little bit short this week. But you know what? You know what I'm going to say to all my Hammer Maniacs out there? The Hammer Man will be back next week. And the Hammer Man's going to do what he does best. And that's drop the hammer on each and every... I, I, I'm sorry, what, what exactly are you doing here? You, you see I've got this interview going on. Have you got a problem with me or something, kid? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we've been joined by the rising sun himself, fomo It looks like FOMO's got some words for the Hammerman.
1: Stop lying to
0: yourself, Hammerman. Stop lying to the JWF universe. You see, you're trying to convince everyone that the only reason for your failure is your mind. That you don't have your head in the proverbial game, but if we just keep giving you chance after chance, you'll prove yourself, right? That's what you keep saying, but I don't believe it. Just like I know you don't believe it, because the truth is, you've been placed at the top of the mountain for months, and you can't handle the pressure. Everyone speaks with such excitement when the Hammerman walks out to the ring, and it's terrifies you, to have all of that attention placed on you while you're failing every step of the way. You see, if it wasn't for Hollywood culture, you would have failed to get the victory last week, just like you failed to get it at Wrestlepalooza, like you failed to win the Regal Rumble after months of proclaiming that you would be the one to defeat those 29 other men. Because, Hammerman, you are not the Hammerman of the past you are not the conquering hero, you're not the vicious unleashed beast you once were no, now you are terrified you're scared you're afraid of the entire JWF universe turning its back on you and I'm going to prove to that universe itself that this mask this mask isn't the only thing you're hiding behind Hammerman <laughs> Well, Tibbs, what in the world is Fomo Son getting at? I, I mean, I understand the Hammerman's been on a bit of a losing streak lately, but uh, I mean, what kind of man just interviews uh, interrupts an interview like that?
1: I don't know, Sills. I haven't gotten a real read on that rising sun Fomo Son lately, but he seems, as much as I hate to say it, he might have a point. The Hammerman, he's been so off, uh, he just doesn't seem the same. That's right. I mean when the Hammerman debuted
0: in this company, he was probably one of the most vicious competitors we had, utilizing that big hammer boot, knocking the block out of off of everybody who comes his way, but now it almost seems like he's more playing to the audience, that he wants to use those high-flying maneuvers and he wants to focus on entertaining the universe more than actually getting the match done. And while you and I as uh, you know, people creating this show, we'd love to see that, at the end of the day, it is also hurting the Hammerman in the ring
1: that's right so if there's one thing this show is about in its heart it is pure competition and as much as we want to see the people entertain every night here on monday night ignition you still got to worry about putting yourself ahead in the ring we do have a wins and losses system now so that's going to be more important than ever That's right, Tibbs. And speaking of a man who certainly thought
0: about winning being the most important thing, I want to talk about this man coming out to the ring right now, Scotty Moore, a man who at Wrestlepalooza interfered in the main event, utilizing his cash-in-the-bag briefcase, inserted himself in, made the match a triple threat, and let's be honest, that match was never about the title. That match was always about Momoa Curry finally defeating the Leviathan, and Scotty Moore at the last minute inserted
1: himself in, pinned Momoa Momoa Curry and basically got away with the heist of the century tips. Absolutely so. It was a horrifying thing to watch knowing everything that Momoa Curry had put into that. After all the vicious, grueling matches, saving the world multiple times from the influence of his brother, the Leviathan, he was getting ready to try to do it one last time on the greatest stage we have to offer. And then Scotty Moore comes in with his cash in the bag briefcase ruins the moment, ruins Momoa Curry's final and only chance he had left takes the championship, takes his brother away, and now Momoa Curry has nothing
0: That's right, Tibbs. I mean, last week, Momoa Curry made it clear that seeing a a mortal, seeing a normal human like Scotty Moore being able to best him, to be able to best the Leviathan, it hurt Momoa Curry more than any loss ever has in the past. And that is why Momoa Curry says that he's coming for Scotty Moore. He's coming for that title. And Scotty's in our ring right now, and I think he's got to respond to Momoa Curry's words from last week.
1: Let's have a listen.
0: Uh, So last week momoa curry momoa curry did what he does best Mamoa curry couldn't keep his damned mouth shut you see all you had to do last week momoa was be a man walk up to that interviewer and simply say the truth the truth that at Palooza, scotty moore saved the world that's all you had to do. But no, no, no. Instead, the utmost holy one himself, the so-called God of the JWF, did what he always has to do. And that's build his own narrative. That's to tell his own story, to tell the JWF universe that what I did at Wrestlepalooza was nothing but the ultimate and opportunism. Well, how about this? How about, let me ask you this, Momoa. What would have happened if I didn't come out there, huh? What would have happened if I had let your broken and bloodied body keep going you really think that you would have had the strength to keep getting back up you really think your godly attitude was enough to take him down you see the sad thing is momoa i'm positive you do think that you really do think that if i had left it alone you somehow could have snuck out With a victory I'm sure in that demented little brain of yours You really do think that you could have saved the world that night Through brute force alone Because that's the kind of person you are, Momoa You see a wall and you try to bash your way through it You think there's no obstacle big enough for you to overcome You think that on your own you could take on the entire world But that's simply not true, is it? Hell, there's one obstacle that you've never been able to overcome, right? One person that you've never been able to pin to this mat, and he's standing in this ring right now. He's the so-called normal human that you talked about last week, Scotty Moore. You see, Momoa, one of these days, one of these days you're going to have to face facts. You're going to have to face the fact that at Wrestlepalooza, the only way that you are gonna walk out of there alive. The only way that this world was going to be saved was with Scotty Moore doing the right thing. And that's kicking your ass and pinning you to the mat. You're gonna to have to face the fact that you should be grateful to me for what I did. You're gonna to have to face the fact that you might be the god of the JWF, but I am its salvation. I am a savior, and you, you are nothing but a... Oh, Tibbs, I'd run if I were Scotty Moore. That is the music of Momoa Curry, the former champion coming out to the ring, and he looks absolutely
1: pissed, Tibbs. I wouldn't take that if I was Momoa Curry. I wouldn't take that sitting down. He's coming out, and he's going to show Scotty Moore what he can do. That's right, and he rushes
0: Scotty Morton, leveling him with a Momoan punch. I I thought this was just about to be, you know, a promo battle. Both of them talking back and forth, but this seems like a different Momoa Curry. He doesn't want to worry about talking. He wants to worry about beating down Scotty Morton. You can see it as he just continues laying in those shots to the face of the champion, and Scotty Morton
1: is scrambling to get to the outside of the ring, Tibbs. Holy shit, I wasn't expecting this level of ferocity from Momoa Curry, but it's a welcome sight. That's
0: right, and Momoa Curry standing proudly in the ring, staring down Scotty Moore, who is escaping through our crowd, holding his JWF Championship close. And Tibbs, I'll be honest, if I had to give Scotty Moore a little bit of advice, I would say hold that title close, because when Momoa Curry comes for it, I don't think that he's going to be keeping it for long.
1: I don't know, so Scotty Moore, he's got a, he's got a long history with Momoa Curry, and he's got, he's got a lot to live up to now that he's got that championship. But Momoa Curry is more fired up than ever. That is right, Tibbs. And speaking of some men who
0: I know are fired up, I want to talk about our brand new JWF Tag Team Champions, the team of Jeremis and the War Wizard. They are of course known as the War Wizards and at Wrestlepalooza in their debut match here in the JWF they managed to grab those JWF Tag Team Championships from the top of a ladder, hold them high, and Tibbs, I know they've made the entire JXT developmental team proud when they were able to defeat three of the biggest tag teams we had to offer.
1: Absolutely, Sills. I'm amazed at the tenacity of the War Wizards coming out in their first match and achieving such a victory. That's right Tibbs,
0: but of course the War Wizards might have an opportunity to become uh to become dual champions because of course in addition to their opponents coming up at our next pay-per-view the wild-eyed southern boys are putting sam adams in the best of the best tournament you've also given the war wizards the opportunity to put someone in that tournament and i think we need to figure out who it's going to be so why don't we go backstage right now with one of our top interviewers for an exclusive interview with the war wizards let's have a listen hello everybody
1: Honeypot Mick, Precious Sunflower here, backstage with the newly crowned JWF Tag Team Champions, The War Wizards. Now boys, in addition to your amazing victory at Wrestlepalooza, you have had the opportunity to soon become dual champions with your entry into Captain Tibb's Best of the Best Tournament. But the real question remains, who will The War Wizards pick for the tournament? Ah,
0: yes... Quite the curious conundrum we have here, Honeypot. In just a few weeks, we find ourselves facing off against Sam Adams of the Wild Eyed Southern Boys, a man who is going to be bringing all of the vitriol and fury that he's felt since we've taken these tag titles away from him. A man who is one of the top names here in the JWF, a man who is dangerous. And as much as I, the mighty Jeremis, would love to get my hands on Sam Adams, I also understand that coming into this company and quickly taking all the titles for our own would be quite the quiver in our belt. So this is not about revenge. No, this is about tactics. This is about putting the greatest, the most powerful, the biggest beast I've ever seen, the War Wizard, into the match.
2: Yes, hello! Sam Adams, in just a few short weeks, I'll show you the error of your ways. You've been spending all of your time here in this company complaining, moaning, and crying about never getting what you deserve. Never getting the title shots, the main events, never being where you deserve to be. Well, in a few weeks, I will be giving you exactly what you deserve. And that, mister, is the ass-kicking of a lifetime! I will bring forth my wand of destiny and cast such powerful magics upon you that you'll never be able to recover! I'll show you exactly what happens, Sam Adams, when the wizard goes to war. Yeah! T- Tibbs,
1: is he allowed to use a wand in the ring? Yeah, so there's nothing in the rule book that says he can't. Yeah, but you gotta assume that's gotta be like a foreign object, right? It's a wand, like. As long as he doesn't hit him with it. But what if he. Casts fireball. Not hitting him with the wand. A uh, fair, all right. Well, fair point, Tibbs.
0: Well, who knows what's gonna happen when those two face off next in two weeks? I'm sorry. Against Sam Adams. Sam Adams, the War Wizard, is gonna be an epic encounter to determine who goes to the semifinals of that end of the tournament. But in order to find out who goes to this end semifinals, we're gonna have to have this match right now. As Blake Tanner takes on the debuting Hollywood Holcher, a man who's been in our developmental territory, JXT, for a very long time. And let me tell you something, if you talk about the biggest names in JXT,
1: Holcher's definitely going to be on that list, Tibbs. Absolutely, Sills. I I honestly never expected to see Hollywood Holcher in any ring ever again. His surprise return against Blake Tanner is something that I I was baffled, flabbergasted by even. That's right. I mean, let's not forget
0: the history of Blake Tanner and Hollywood Holter. It might seem like these two are just thrown together, that Hollywood was getting tired of Blake Tanner's actions. But no, I want to talk about the first ever JXT class, the first ever in our developmental territory that people talked about the Fabulous Four, the best men to come out of that school, out of that class. And they were, of course, Scotty Moore, the Dylan, Blake Tanner, and... Hollywood Holcher. I mean, you want to talk about the Fight Boys, one of the biggest names this company's ever seen, which was of course Blake Tanner, Scotty Moore, and the Dillon. There was a fourth man back in JXT and that man was Hollywood Holcher. But then once the JWF started to get up, we only called up three men.
1: And Hollywood Holcher was left by the wayside and it absolutely decimated him. Tibbs. Absolutely, Sills, to see the the men that you'd been teaming with for so long, the men that you had honestly changed the face of JXT in their time there, which which is what they did, to be left by the rest of them, almost unceremoniously. It, it, It must have been quite a blow to the ego. That's right, and Holcher disappeared for many years,
0: going off, learning to pilot planes, going to Hollywood, trying to become big in the movies. But Hollywood Holcher always knew what his destiny was. He always knew his destiny lay in a JWF ring. And so he came back, came back to JXT, proved himself down there, winning the Highway to Hell tournament, having epic matches with the likes of Robert Hill, uh, the Jebedook. Hollywood Holcher's done it all down there, and he finally decided to come here to prove why he deserved to be called up so many years ago. And this might be the beginning of that, that rise to the top, Tibbs.
1: He beat a big dead dog, man. It was really exciting.
0: Yes, it was a man that was a... Don't say just he beat a big dog, Tibbs, because I don't like the optics on that at all. It was undead. Okay, close enough. Well, Tibbs, you can see Blake Tanner staring off, looking furious at Hollywood Holcher. And there's the bell going ring. Blake rushing Holcher for a big European uppercut. But Holcher ducks at the last minute. Blake connecting with the turnbuckle. And Blake Tanner looks rocked, Tibbs. But wait a minute. Wait a minute, Holcher. Holcher rolls up Tanner. Holcher rolls up Tanner. One, two, three. What the hell just happened, Tibbs?
1: What? Hollywood Holcher has just beaten Blake Tanner in 10, 15 seconds flat. That's right.
0: Hollywood Hulcher rolling to the outside of the ring, and you can see Blake Tanner. Blake Tanner is furious. He
1: doesn't know what the hell just happened, Tibbs. I don't know, Sills. He got rocked pretty hard by that turnbuckle. I didn't think that it would knock him so silly that he'd get pinned like that.
0: That's right. Now it looks like next week, to determine who's going on to the finals, the Dillon is going to be taking on Hollywood Holcher. But at this point, I mean, do you think Blake Tanner might have been overestimating Hollywood Holcher? I mean, at the there's got to be a bit of an ego, an ego increase when you get called up before somebody else. But at the end of the day, Hollywood Holcher, he's proved himself in JXT. and I don't think Blake Tanner's been studying the tapes.
1: I'm not sure if it's still in Blake Tanner's eyes. He may just still be the same hol- culture that was in JXT before he went to Hollywood, before he got this life experience and decided to come back to the ring. That's right. And you see Blake Tanner at ringside. He is furious, Tibbs.
0: He's got a steel chair just beating the hell out of the ring with that st- chair ripping off the mats. Blake Tanner's going crazy at ringside. Hey, that's expensive. Oh, God, and Blake just grabbing the ring belt, tossing it into the ring, grabbing the steel chairs. Blake Tanner's just ripping apart our ringside area, and at this point, I
1: mean, I don't know what we can do. Uh, We need to get security down here. Insurance won't cover this.
0: Well, security is coming down, restraining Blake Tanner. You can see he's trying to fight back, but I don't know how long it's going to last. They do have tasers, Tibbs.
1: Oh, I don't know, Sills. I don't want another wrestler in the hospital, but if... We might have to put him back there.
0: That's right, Tibbs. But of course, the real story coming out of this match was that epic victory from Hollywood Holcher, that 13-second victory over Blake Tanner, that that epic victory, which is, of course, leading to the match next week to determine who's going to the finals, who's going to be at the uh, Resurrection pay-per-view in just a few short weeks to fight for the captain's championship. And it's, of course, going to be Hollywood Holcher versus another man from his past, the man known as the Dylan
1: Oh, Sils, this is gonna be good to watch all these former fight boys fighting each other.
0: That's right, Tibbs, and in addition to that, we're going to hear a response from the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys in response to hearing that the War Wizard is going to be facing Sam Adams in just a few short weeks, and also, we're going to have an exclusive sit-down interview with our former champion, Momoa Curry, and he's going to give a little bit more backstory between him, Scotty Moore, and why he is so furious for Scotty Moore's back actions at Wrestlepalooza.
1: I'm looking forward to it, Sills. We got a great month planned out ahead of us.
0: That's right, Tibbs. But of course, until then, make sure to support the show on Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com slash BS is the website where you can support the JWF and the entire BS network. And who knows? We might even like you. We might bring you into JXT and work as one of our developmental wrestlers. Let me tell you something. We've had a few guys come through there. Scott Moore, Gazi. Top names go in to the JXT, and they have, they sometimes even debut here on the main roster. Exactly, so sometimes you can just bypass the whole damn thing. Uh-huh, and in addition to that, make sure to pick up your merchandise for all your favorite JWF superstars online at merch.loadapurebs.com. click on the Fight Boys section go down to where it says JWF Wrestling you'll find shirts for, for the Fight Boys you'll find shirts from the Jebedook for all your favorites they're available over at Merch.LowToPureBS.com Tibbs yeah and of course until next week remember he's been Captain Tibbs I've been Silver Spoon this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition and we will see you next time